Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm the host, Tom Dorsey. Got a great show for you today. We're welcoming, welcoming back uh, Kathleen Jerosic from Expert Tech in Edgewood, Florida. And we're going to be talking about coaching. We're going to be talking about how to become a better coach by becoming more coachable ourselves, right? It's critical. You have to be able to take coaching and be trainable to be able to train people. And so this is going to help you in your business, whether you're looking to implement the digital shop and you're having challenges with tech adoption or, or service writer adoption. It's going to help you to just become a better uh, teacher and mentor in general. And, uh, you know, hey, if you've got those aspirations, once your digital shop is so successful that you find yourself bored most of the day and you want to go help other yes. people get the success that you have, like Kathleen's doing, uh, well, then there you have another opportunity for you by actually becoming an industry coach. So welcome, Kathleen. Thank you for coming back. How's everything in Florida? How's business? And um, tell us a little bit about uh, what's been going on since last time we saw you. Well, it's uh, thank you for inviting me, first of all. Of um, it's oh, always fun to chat with you at lunchtime. <laughs> um, it is sunny and it is hot in Florida still. So um, all of the northern, we call them, lovingly call them snowbirds, are on the way back. So oh, business yeah. is really starting to pick back up. All of our seasonal people are, are coming back in. I miss them terribly. So I, aside from the fact that it is good for business, um, it's good for my social life. So yeah. I get to... <laughs> go out in the office and chit chat and talk to people and um, get in the way of my service advisor and she I get the side eye <laughs> get back in your office <laughs> I'm trying to work here get back in your office um, but no it's great uh, the community has been fabulous uh, I am I I know that it leaked out that the uh, next female shop owner of the year has been named publicly which is fabulous so I am I am back home a little less travel um, a little less uh glitz and glamour and spotlight and so I'm, I'm kind of digging in and focusing on uh, you know just back to the basics and mastering the mundane and the KPIs of the business and um, really just kind of perfecting and honing the um, the basic stuff in the shop you know system operation procedure and all that good stuff yeah yeah well that's fun right because that you know it's it's such a luxury to be able to focus on those things and focus on improving. How do we get to that next level? How do I break through that glass ceiling? And by the way, congratulations. You know, I'm glad the paparazzi are gone and things yeah. are starting to calm down for you, but couldn't have been a better choice. I mean, well-deserved, of course. You. And, um, you know, we're really, like I said, looking forward to see what's next uh, when it comes to Kathleen, because she's out there getting it done every day. She um, is. And so, yeah, she is. And she, she brings is. the hotness. <laughs> yes, it's hot. The reason it's hot in Florida <laughs> is right here. I'll tell you right now. So, um, no, it's fantastic. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull this up for you. One of my customers brought me this the other day. It's on my oh, desk. It yeah. says I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. So it's, right. a great, it's a great relationship to have with your clients, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have two of those. <laughs> Yes, the race is on. Get in there and rub elbows with Kathleen sooner rather than later because yep. she can take you to the next level. She's yes, got the, yes. got the connections now. We That's are certainly cool. trying. I tell you what, it's, um, I, I've had the opportunity. Uh, I know the last time I, I was kind of out there I, I, with you guys, I said, you know, I'd love to be a coach. That is my next goal. Yeah. And I'm not quite there yet. Uh, I want to make sure that this place really runs um, – top notch which it, it really does but you know you you've got a the captain still has to steer the ship 
Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it's my baby. I, I, I have a really hard time letting go of my baby. So um, I also have two teenage children that a lot of people know about. I have a senior in high school and a freshman yeah. this year. So I'm kind of trying to take a little bit of a step back this year to, to focus on them and their needs and college visits and uh, financial aid applications and FAFSA and oh my goodness who knew all this yeah, i should have been knew. working on this paperwork since kindergarten i didn't even know you know it's paperwork. so cool to it and, and and being able to so part of the marketing or the um the coaching group i am part of is repair shop of tomorrow and um my coach is dave justice and he has really been such an amazing mentor yeah. that i am not coaching others directly but you know there's a couple of local shops we formed a business development group through our napa auto care and so i have had the opportunity to kind of i'm not coaching but i am nurturing them which i i think is um, a great stepping stone towards being a coach so i get i get to see that they're not that they're both in different spots and places that i was and i thought man if i'd have known then you know one of our groups you know they're in their very very young 30s um as owners a husband and wife and i'm like yeah. man if i'd have started this back then can you imagine where i'd be oh. so um it's super exciting to to kind of learn and watch and and see where that's going to take me at some point so um yeah. You know, I'm always an advocate to help others do whatever. If you want to be the best underwater basket weaver there is, then, you know, you got to work hard and be the best underwater basket weaver there is. So um, if yeah, that's, that's what point, likes right? your fire. Yeah, no, that's a great point is that is really, you know, how do you, you know, how do you get to that level or how can you start to transition or even just start nurturing or mentoring shops to where you can make that transition to becoming a full-time coach if that's your desire? First step is being successful. Yes. I have to get coaching from a guy who misses the ball every single time he swings the bat. So you have to be successful. And Kathleen, I mean, you've got that unlocked. Tell us a little bit about how you had that epiphany, you know, because when did you ask for help from a coach? Why? And then how was, I mean, that's a lot of times, you know, you're holding on with both hands. And like you said, this is my baby. And then I got this person's going to come in and tell me how, <laughs> yeah. how easy it is to just sit back there and point out all the negative stuff. I could do that all day. Yeah. How do you I, kind of let that wall down and accept that coaching? I will tell you. So I went to the 2015 Napa Expo and that was huge. That was it awesome. was so awesome. I can't wait for next year. I know. <laughs> I'm so it's excited. It's amazing. It's already next year. I know. I, I blinked. I don't know what happened. So, yeah. um, you know, I had hit that, like you said, the glass ceiling, like I just couldn't get over that yearly dollar figure, you know, and, and I thought there's got to be more to it than this. You know, we're, we're busy, but are we efficient? And so um, one of the coaching companies had approached me and they, they did their pitch and it just didn't, it didn't feel like a good fit for me. Although a very awesome company, they're still around. They do great work. Um, that's why I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, but I chose not to go with them. And I reached out to a gentleman that I had met at Expo and he said, Hey, I got this guy that you should call just, just a guy, give him a call he'll kind of give you a nudge in the right direction. And that's where I started. I, I, I realized very early at that point that when I started this, uh, the buyout, and then I became an auto care center, Napa really came in and showed me yeah. that I had to be teachable. Uh, you know, they sent me to Vin Waterhouse. They sent me to a service advisor class through the auto tech system with Paul Marquardt. He's amazing, by the yes. way. If anybody has that opportunity, I highly recommend that two-day class. 
um, I would do it again tomorrow. And yeah. I've done it twice. So uh, it, it just, you pick something up every single time. You're, you're in a different spot. You're listening with different sets of ears. And so I, I became teachable and just was always hungry. And, and I want to be a lifelong learner. So I said, well, somebody who's done this right, they've been successful. Let me ask them to help me and mentor me. And so the first step was uh, not pointing bad things out. They said, you know, you really need some help. You're doing I did the, I was the customer service service rep, the service advisor, the bookkeeper, the marketer. I, I mean, I did it all. And uh, they said, you, you need some help. I, I can't afford to hire anybody else. Yeah. I said, well, how about just part-time? So it was like they tricked me a little into, uh, you know, three months in, I realized I needed a full-timer. And now we've grown to the point where, um, you know, I always thought the bottleneck was in the shop. Uh-uh, it was up front. <laughs> I was the bottleneck. So the, the sooner they coached me out of that front office um, was really when things got better. And, and I will tell you, to be completely transparent, uh, the last year, uh, although the awards and, and the articles are fantastic, I lost a little bit of focus. And so that's why I say this year I'm focusing on my kids, but I'm also focusing back on the basics because you can be running a top-notch, amazing shop and step um, your focus. You can lose your focus for a split second and things start to change you know you you've constantly got to be evolving like our our automotive technology does or it, it can it can slip right out from underneath you um, we didn't have a major fall but you know there was there was a little bit if if we're stagnant i i find that as a negative for me that's not the case for everybody but for me if we if we're not growing um, we're losing and so um i like to win and so that's my, my focus for the next three months for sure is to finish this year as strong as I possibly can. If that means that, you know, I'm out there flipping a sign on the corner. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, by the way. Um, but, you know, it, bad idea. Hey, whatever it takes, you know. And so um, it, it's it. But I think I needed that to become a better mentor as well. That, you know, yeah. that's great. I have success. Let's check the box. Well, that box doesn't stay checked. You've, you've got to, um, you know, you've got to measure and manage and, and constantly be, keep your eye on the ball or, you know, you can lose the game super quick. It, it can just yeah. slip right out from underneath you. So yeah. um, I, I'm grateful for the, for the little bit of a falter and misstep so that I can get oh, back oh. on and win again. So <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I mean, you dropped a ton of nuggets right there, right? And and I think what I'd like to start out with is just to say, you know, if you find yourself, you know, your shop owner out there, maybe you're new into it, maybe you've been in it, maybe you're picking it up from your family or something like that, and you're looking to make your mark. And if you find yourself, I think, reading the books and attending the seminars, in other words, starting to actively look for knowledge is a great first sign to say to yourself yep. that you're opening up for this type of mentorship. And then, yeah, there's, hey, there's a lot of them out there, but you know, it's not like, it's not like you're getting a tattoo, you know, it's not going to be there right. on you forever. So try them out, talk to folks, you know, go through their little boot camps or get the analysis done and you'll figure out what, you know, kind of uh, meets with your culture and your model and what you're trying to uh, achieve as a business owner. 
um, and then go for it, right? Because yep. you could spend years digging through all those books. And you know what the funny thing about books are and in the technology that we live in today is that by the time you get it figured out and you get to that last chapter, well, they probably changed all the technology anyway. And yes. it's, all, it's all irrelevant oh, now anyway. Isn't that crazy? I know. I, I will tell you, like you said, it, I, I was at the Southeastern Napa Conference um, in Biloxi in August, and I met a lot of top-notch shop owners that are just fantastic people. And that's what a lot of them asked me. They're like, you know, what about your coach? And I said, you know, Dave is fantastic. And his team is incredible. Um, and I said, here's their phone number, but here's the phone number for, for Jim at drive. And here's the phone number for the guys at ATI. And here's the phone numbers for, and, and I, I listed three or four other coaches that I know of out there that are just killing it. And I said, what I recommend is that you interview each one of those and see yeah. which ones your personality super fits with, because it's like, it's like going to counseling sometimes, you know, if you don't fit with that counselor or, or, or that group of people, that friend group, you're never going to gel and you're never going to be successful. So you really have to make sure that principles and personalities are aligned before you choose a company. They are all worth their weight in gold. As far as I've been able to see so far, um, you know, everybody has goods, everybody has bads, you know, sometimes it's not a good fit. Um, but you're right. It's, it's not like you're getting a tattoo and it's not forever. You know, yeah. it, it, if this one doesn't work with you, you know, move on to the next one. So sure. it's, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. But interview them talk to these guys and, and ladies, there's a lot of women coaches yes, out there too. Great ones. Um, you know, and so, you know, maybe you'd be better with a woman, maybe you'd be better with a man, maybe, you know, you'd be better with a giraffe. I, I, I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. You try on your shoes. You might as well try on some coaches. You know, exactly. But, exactly. You know, and so, so tell us a little bit, because here's the other thing you have to be prepared for is you have to be prepared to open the kimono, so to speak, right? Tell us yes. a little bit about how was it the first time that you got out into a BDG and you had to actually show some of your metrics or, you know, really expose some of the stuff that you sure would like to rather have kept, uh, you know, in the dark. So I am always, I'm an open book kind of person. I know we've kind of established that, yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> I, I share more than I probably should. Um, but if I can help one person learn from maybe my misstep or something I didn't catch on to as quickly, I, I'm, I'm all in both feet. So when yeah. I went to my first meeting where I shared my PL, uh, I was terrified because I thought they were going to shred me and they didn't. They, you know, they said, well, you know, here's where you could improve and this is what you're doing right. And so, um, you know, you're sworn to secrecy. There is the Vegas clause in any one of those groups where, yes, you know, because yeah. I'm not going to share your, uh, your numbers, because if I share yours, you might share mine. And, you know, there, there's that confidentiality that you, if you're joining a group, you've, you've got to just trust the yeah. process. If they didn't have that nailed down, they would have a horrible reputation in this business. I think that would go very quickly like wildfire through everybody if you had a, an information leak. Um, and so I think that most of us are to the point where the successful shops or the ones that want to be successful are going to play well with each other and support and lift the harbor. Um, the ones that, yeah. you know, keep everything, you know, up under wraps and they hide everything. I, I, I think those are the shops that we're going to see kind of work their way out of the business. And I hate to see that happen because um, it is a culture shift. You know, I think the, especially the, the younger generation of shop owners, we tend to share information more freely because we're, and we're used to, everything being a free amount of, um, it, it's accessible. 
everything is accessible on the internet and you know we're used to information being shared about us i mean i know that alexa knows exactly what time i drink my coffee and that i check you know what time i check facebook every day i know that my car knows all that information so um some of the, yeah. I think some yeah. of the older school guys are still fighting that, but you know, yeah. you know it as well as I do. There is really no illusion of privacy anymore. Yeah, your numbers are private, but you know what? If I have the same size shop you do down the street, I'm not, I'm not going to show you all my numbers, but, um, and I'm not going to open the kimono wide, yeah. but I can't fix all the cars in this town and it's not a big town. So if you're in a metro area, you can't possibly fix all the cars, but if you could get four shops together working um, in a similar manner toward the same direction of teaching and coaching your clients and things like that and educating, why wouldn't you do that so that you're changing the entire industry to be better and to push themselves for more than um, hiding and, and only being selfish and being about yourself? So I, I think we're seeing a culture shift where people are less scared to share you know, the secrets. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's definitely true. And, and I know like there's some great groups like that because you're right. When it's a BDG, it's usually shops that are pretty close to you, you know, and yeah. gosh, you feel the natural inclination is keep the cards close to the vest because competition. Yep. Um, but even like, you know, and so in some groups, you know, you get out there and so they, they bend over backwards to pair you up in a 20 group where their shops are not in your local yes. market. Right. Um, but there's a uh, shop. So like, I know there's some guys in Fresno, Aram and Craig Chan and those guys, they're all ATI shops, but they really are, have a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Right? Because just like you said, there are a lot of cars out there to fix. And you know what, if we can capture them into our small network and we sublet and we cross them up and right, share, we share and really just work together to provide a much better service. Well, guess what? You capture a larger part of the market. And I bet you, you get enough that you all couldn't eat. Uh, if you wanted to for Sunday dinner, it's more than enough. Yes. So get out there and be smart and work that way. And guess what? Pool those resources and, and, and then get, you know, and then, and then help each other be better. And it's not, the market will respond, right? It, 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 we're not dummies. We're going to go, well, this is obviously an organized, well-run, highly respected, lots of great yes. reviews, you know, and you're going to become loyal to that type of business. Right. Um, Look at what, the industry looked like, let's say 15 years ago, even 15 to 20 years ago, you had to be open on Saturday. Remember that? Yeah, sure. How many of us besides big box are open on Saturday? Yeah. Almost none. And if you join a, a coaching group or a 20 group, that's the first thing they're going to do is tell you to close on Saturday. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I, I think we're seeing that, that industry shift where we're all saying, okay, and with technology, we're going to have to band together. There's yep. no way, you know, with ADOS and reprogramming and all of that to compete with the dealerships, yes. we're going to have to pull, pull resources, yeah, you know, sure. and really yeah. come together, share yeah. tools, um, share knowledge, you know, I mean, it, you know, maybe I have an A-Tech that's really, really good in hybrid, but, you know, your guy is really, really good in Euro and, you know, our market doesn't have a flood of technicians and I, I you know, I know that not everybody does. So I, I think that, you know, the best of the best are really going to start to, to rise to the top and we're going to have to share, you know, yeah. we're going to have to share information and, you know, that are, we all go into a specialty shop and, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that uh, to alienate any portion of my customer base, I think would be um, crazy. Well, you know, in, in the, in the, you know, the hedge funds and the ones that are out there trying to roll up the industry, 
you know, it's pretty simple and time proven tech uh, tactic is divide and conquer. So yep. if you're going to try to stay divided and compete against Carl ICANN or AAA or whatever's rolling out through your neighborhood and trying to soak up all that data and, and, and your leads and your customer base, well, you know, good luck to you. Um, right. Because that's a behemoth and you have to, you know, it's like the eye of Sauron, right? Once it's focused on you, you've got, you know, what are you going to do? Right. So, well, and, uh, you know, those, we got to remember as, as aftermarket professionals, we have to remember that what really sets us apart from the dealerships and the big box shops and the, you know, the, the pep boys and, and all of these, you know, uh, consolidations that are going on. Um, what sets us apart is service. Yes. How do we take care of our clients? Um, and that it, that's a huge part of the coaching is, is I am, you know, our coaching has, is always has a, um, a focus on how you treat your client, um, the value that you give them and not necessarily about doing the right repair. That's already assumed, you know, that you have a skilled yes. set of Better. employees that do the right repair um, you know, the right repair, then you got to kind of get into, you know, doing that right repair for the right price. That's a struggle when you're coaching somebody. And as an owner, it's, it's been very difficult for, um, for me to, I remember coming up over that hundred dollar mark now, you know, uh, last year in our, one of our 20 groups, we had a guy that was under the hundred dollar mark and I just looked straight at him and I'm like, pull the trigger. Aren't you worth more than that? You know, and um, and he was like, you know what, I am. And this year he came back and he was like, you know what, first thing I did when I came back, best thing I ever did. Yes. You know, I don't care that the guy across the street from you is doing $50 an hour. I don't care. Yep. You are a professional. That guy clearly is not. Because if he was, he'd charge what he's worth. You know, or he doesn't have the technology to support it. He doesn't have, you know, as we educate our clients, um, and that's the huge portion of, of coaching too, is educating your client. Well, I'm going to use this $15,000 scan tool that the guy down the street doesn't have or doesn't know how to use um, with my highly skilled technicians. And, you know, while you're here, I'm, I'm going to give you some nice fresh coffee and some juice. And I mean, we all have the nice waiting rooms now. And, um, you know, I have a comfy couch. That's what sets me apart. I don't have hard chairs. I don't mind if you wait. Um, it, it's just, you know, and, and we chat about your, your, your children and your grandchildren and, and my children. And, you know, I have people that come in all the time and ask me how old my baby is. Oh, how old's the baby now? You know, I'm like, uh, do you want me to lie? Or do you want me to just, <laughs> do you want me to beat you down with the truth? You know, but <laughs> I have built 15 years of relationships with these people that they remember that, you know, they don't see me every day. So they still think that my 14 year old child is four. Um, and so, and I put that in my paper newsletter, you know, the, look, this one's graduating from high school this wow. year and this is what's going on. And so you really do build that relationship and, and it's so important for owners to understand how, um, significant that is to people, especially the, the, I'm going to say the bad word millennials coming through. They want, um, I think they want that relationship. They don't want to talk to you, but they want that relationship and to know that, they're in bed with something that is making a difference. And I think um, elevating the industry and, and being inclusive and, and helping each other out and being coaches and mentors uh, shows people that we are doing something for the community as a whole. We're not fighting against each other anymore and, you know, being 
negative. I, I just can't stand the negativity. So <laughs> yeah, no, and it's great. And it's, it's exactly that because the shift has been to say, Hey, I'm not going to baffle you with my technical knowledge. I'm going to educate you. And if other shops in the area are educating you and they're all sticking to that price point, shopping doesn't even work. You know, hey, you know, how about if I call up, you know, ABC Automotive and he tells me, you know, XYZ Automotive are great guys. You're in good hands. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. What an experience that is to the market. And then so therefore, again, is really what we're looking to do through the education is just bring trust and and and, you know, that sense of of um, credibility out into the market. Yep. And it's then it becomes much more easier, right, to maintain, to give great service, to get them coming back, to get them to actually consider a maintenance plan. Yep. Because in the past, I mean, I, I've even done this. It's like, oh, yeah, right. I got to come back all this times. You're just trying to sell me all this additional stuff. I don't really need to be on this strict maintenance plan. But no, yeah. uh, in reality, you want to do that because why? Hey, you know, you prevent a lot of bigger problems and challenges in the future if you just maintain and we all realize that right we maintain our homes and our lawns and yeah what happens if you don't mow your lawn for a couple of weeks you can't see the door so no different with your with your vehicles right yep. let, let me uh let, let me ask you this kathleen so how has that you opening up to being coachable you now have not only had lots of different influences, right, through yep. NAPA and through other coaching organizations and Justice and all those guys, and and that kind of, you know, you kind of put together all of those pieces into what works for you and what fits your culture and what your goals are. How has that influenced your crew? How has that driven morale and productivity and sense of pride and ownership and things like that in, in your business? I will say the crew that I have now, um, you know, when, when I really first started uh, measuring and managing and things like that, the crew that I had at the time was not on board. Uh -huh. um, I have one guy that is with me from that era and he is still here. He jumped on board. He was like, I get it. I'm good. But he was the guy that wasn't, you know, he was doing it right the whole time, you know? And so we've cycled through a few people and, this crew, although they still fight me when I try to make some changes, like, yeah, sure. you know, I, I have the same problems everybody else does. When we started using uh, the, the Autovitals DVI, it, uh, it was a huge challenge. I had to bargain with them, you know. I mean, I said, how about we just do every oil change that comes in, you do this for me for one month. Can you do that? You know, it was, it was like selling service to a client, you yes, know, exactly. can you do this? Can, do you think you can, does that make sense for one month that you do this for me That's and then enough. we'll revisit it the first week of next month. And if you hate it and it's horrible and it's not helping us, I will rethink my decision. And wow. sure enough, a month later, they still hate it. I mean, that was well over a year ago and uh, they still hate it. They hate it. They hate it because it slows them down. But my techs will turn around to anybody like new. I have a third tech position that's open and anybody that I've interviewed, they're like, well, we do digital vehicle inspection, which not a lot of people in my area do, which is insane. Um, and so they'll say, well, we do this and it sucks, but it helps Jamie, our service advisor, sell so much more work so much faster. Um, so it is absolutely worth getting through the part that sucks. Yes. And so I was like, wow, oh, is that what you said? And they're like, hey, be quiet. <laughs> so um, so it was, a, it was a, a huge victory. 
and, and, and so they're seeing the benefit of having pictures and being transparent. You know, I'm not doing anything to a client. I'm doing things for my client and, and they can see that as well. Their words make it all the way up to the, um, to the client without the service advisor um, losing something in translation. Because uh, a lot of service advisors aren't car people. Sure. which is, I think is, is an advantage sometimes because yes. then they don't get too technical. Uh, so it's, it's really, really cool. And, and making that transition and the bridge and the gap between the technician and the, the client so much smoother. So um, that, that's been huge. I, I have an amazing crew that supports me in this shop through uh, thick and thin. I mean, I won that award, but uh, the, the one yes. that really excites me is the one we, the two we got through the newspaper this year. That's not my award. I didn't win that. I'm I'm stuck back in this office. Ninety nine percent of the time, my clients don't see me; they see my crew. That's and awesome. so they won best oil change and and best uh, repair service from the newspaper. Um, you know where people physically had to handwrite our shop's name in there. It wasn't like multiple choice. Yes. They physically had to write our name in those boxes. And so that win and and that told me that these guys really do. Um, have a high regard for what we do, where we do it, how it looks. The shop, people come in all the time. Wow, your shop is so clean. I'm not one of those people out there going, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. It, it, it just happens organically. And yeah. so, um, you know, they do have a sense of pride. You know, this is kind of looking ugly out here. Can we fix this? You know, we need this or, you know, so it, it's, it's really nice, you know, and they're, they're conscientious over, over spending money. Sometimes, you know, well, you know, do we need another 55 of break clean today? No, we could maybe wait a month. I'm like, no, no, no. If the word maybe came out of your mouth, just get it here. I, I would rather, you know, so it's, it's fun to watch them feel like they are um, a huge piece of the operations of the business. They own, they act like they own it. And, and I think that's a huge culture that you have to build with yes. people, you know, celebrate the wins, you know, uh, recognition and things like that go a million miles further than reprimands do. So, you know, when you, when you get caught doing something right and, and somebody calls you out for it, it sure does feel good and you want to do does it again. It? So it does. Absolutely. I was like, oh. So, You've been catching a lot of those recognitions lately. Yes, too. yes. Um. Well deserved, right? <laughs> well deserved. And no, it's so awesome that you get to share that with the crew and that, you know, yeah, you're right. They did earn those. And nothing more powerful than direct voice from the market saying yes. this is the place, right? Because it's outstanding. And, you know, um, and it's, you know, a good, great segue is, you know, because next week we're having Russ Crosby back. We're going to be talking about, um, you know, how to network using auto vitals, you know, how to, Kind of get out and and expand your 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 marketing and and your your awareness using the digital shop, right? But you know we've had Russ on several times, and Russ is you know he's one of those young guns you're talking about. Yep. You know, young family, just having kids, and just dynamic business owner, and really forward thinking and open right to this. And he, matter of fact, he's a member of uh, of of ATI as well. He's one of those smart guys that went and saw you know. Hey, I could struggle and figure this out over 30 years and probably have a bad back and, you know, yes. a lot less hair, or I can <laughs> kind of do it the smart way. Right. Right. And so he's, he's one of those guys, but, you know, talking culture with him and, and what he's done, like you said, is to bring the crew in and open them up to what the goals are and what their role is in it and what the expectations are. And once you have that transparency and you show them the, that value and let them loose, right. Uh, and you're not out there cracking the whip or, you know, managing with their yep. thumb on their back of their neck all day. 
be surprised at what they can accomplish and the ideas that they bring into your business, yep. right? Because it's, they see it. They, they're, they're the boots on the ground. You got to listen to them because they see. Absolutely. See. And it, it, it all comes back that you have to share your why. Yes. You know, why am I doing this? Why, why yeah. do I get out of bed in the morning? And then you have to listen to their why. You know, yes. why do you come to work for me every week or every day? Why? It can't, it, it's not just a paycheck, certainly not in my culture. <clears throat> so I, I think it's really important to share that and hear theirs. Of course, now I'm, I need a drink of water. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're just joking up. <laughs> yeah now you deserve it like i said you know what we got to get uh our, our unfortunately our time is up but you know kathleen i really want to thank you again for coming on and always just you know every time you come on you just drop so much insight and it's so i i know it's just so helpful to folks out there listening especially new into the industry um and you know how can folks get in touch with you if they want to they want to ask you more um, my email, my personal email address is my first and last name, no spaces, dots, dashes, nothing. It's an S-I-K, by the way, not a K-I. I never get those. At gmail.com. You know, blow my phone up. I, yeah. I, I, am, I am always here to help um, if I can. If not, I, I definitely have a, a Rolodex of uh, amazing people that I've met, especially women in auto care. I mean, there's tons of us out there that yes. help create this this culture in the industry that that spreads like wildfire so and those would be some great 20 groups too right i know nice. ACI's got you know yeah, ACI yes. has the women shop owners 20 group and and you know but that's some great 20 groups right there too uh where you can get out and really just be empowered and, and, and go out there and make a mark you know and then be competitive right and put your numbers yeah. up there and and Damn, man, my eyeballs are watering off <laughs> <laughs> welcome to florida man here's what that paradise means- looks like yeah <laughs> we no, get a sudden blast of pollen and it's like <laughs> yeah right i'll let you get back to it i know you're busy it was wonderful having you on i can't wait to have you back on awesome uh, Tom. I can't wait to start bragging about you when you've decided to hang <laughs> single, you know and uh and just track your success over time i mean it's a fantastic story and thank you very much for sharing it with the audience my pleasure thank you so yes. much it was a blast yes until next time Get out there and make some more money. And then uh, tune in next week. Like I said, we're going to be talking to Russ Crosby. We're going to be talking about networking through the tool and, you know, using the digital shop to get out and build awareness in your market. And, um, you know, find us Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 1 p.m. Eastern, streaming live on Facebook. And then, of course, you can always go to the AutoVitals website there and find links for recorded, um, you know, back episodes. Because you want to see the Kathleen episode when she was on with uh, Kim Hickey and talking about women in the industry. It's (laughs) I posted that thing up on LinkedIn the other day and did a million, you know, I, I don't want to say a million, but it, I couldn't, it's the highest watched video of, of any in the series. So yeah, I want one of those sparkly backgrounds like she has next time. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, work that on was... that for next time. <laughs> you know, talk to Dustin. He'll hook you up. Dustin, hook me up. <laughs> we'll work on it, Kathleen, for next time. Yes! You got it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Dustin. Appreciate it. Great job today. And uh, we'll see you next week.